Welcome to the Real View podcast, where Ohio realtors connect you to innovators and influencers, keeping you with the real view of real estate. Whether you're a broker, agent, first time home buyer, industry leader, or just happen to stumble upon our podcast today, you can expect to hear tips, tools, tricks, interesting information, and so much more from the experts in Ohio's real estate game. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Real View Podcast. I'm your host, Allison Wiley. Joining us on this Tuesday is the very own Ohio State alumni, Buckeye, Ohio's very own, Leslie Ruta-Smith. She is the 2022 president of the National Association of Realtors, NAR. Leslie, welcome back to Ohio. Welcome onto the podcast. We are so happy to have you. Thank you, Allison. And you know I'm thrilled to be back home. Yes. And we are recording this episode in person, live from our winter conference here that Leslie's attending with us over the next couple days. So thank you again for making time to do this and for traveling back to your home state. We love having you here. Love the snow. Yes. So we are going to get started into all things you and your upcoming presidency and all that good stuff. But before we get into that, I have to ask our signature question that we ask all of the guests who come onto the podcast, which is, what is the best view that you've ever seen? Well, I say my favorite view is my family because I love my family. But if we're talking about like environmental, I would have to say Siesta Key Beach, which (sighs) is where my parents had a place while I was growing up or at our ranch because I love all the views there. Amazing. Love that. So tell us about your family. So I have a husband who's a farm and ranch broker, real estate, obviously, and two children who are third-generation realtors. So cool. And we have a team. There are others on the team, but all four of us are also on the team. And they've learned very well from their mother, their father, and their grandfather. Yeah. I mean, who better to learn with than, I mean, you and your family? And that's incredible. Like, they have, you know, the perfect people to learn from. That's so awesome. So that's a perfect kind of intro into where I want to start. How did you get started in in real estate? You come from a real estate family. Family, as we just mentioned, it's in your blood. It's a part of what you do. What was your experience like getting started in this world? Well, you know, it's kind of funny having grown up in it, and I jokingly say, but this is actually a fact, I was conceived in real estate. Mm-hmm. My mother was pregnant for me when my father started his oh company, gosh. H-E-R Realtors, which used to be called Harley E. Ruta and Company before oh. it changed to H-E-R. So I jokingly say, I don't know any better than to be in real estate. Yeah. But... I obviously watched it, went to the offices, went to events and things as a kid, did ads for my dad, all of us kids, in my little patent leather shoes and bobby socks and buck teeth. And anyway, I had a lot of great memories like that. I did some other things job-wise, but then I came to the realization that, gosh, you know, you sell real estate, the sky's the limit. Mm -hmm. You can be as successful as you choose to be. Yeah and your own boss, and I just couldn't think of anything better. I love looking at homes and properties, and it just all came together. And I thought, you know what? I think this is what I want to do. So it's kind of funny. Our children both wanted to get their black belt. Oh, wow. And I thought, I would love to drive you there every single day after school. And I said, but if you're going to make that commitment, Dad, and I have two things we want. And they said, what? And I said, college degree and real estate license. So they both, they got all three. They both got into real estate and told us how much they hated it and that they (laughs) did not want to be like mom and dad. And I said, you don't have to be, Mm -hmm. but you do have to keep your license active Mm -hmm. because when you make all the money I know you're going to make, you'll need to know how to invest it. Yeah, there you go. So they both got in real estate, hated it, got out and waited tables and realized, yeah, 
I could be my own boss and pay my own mortgage instead of someone else's mortgage. Yeah. And they both got back into it and said, yeah, this is what we want to be now that we're grown up. I love that. So it's great. They always come back, right? You know, funny? you can't like yeah. force them to do something. You got it. Like I found with kids, especially me as a daughter, I found like you listen to your parents' advice and then it's like, okay, yeah, but it sticks in the back of your head. And then you're like, oh man, they were right. I do need to <laughs> do what they said. It. Never. <laughs> We're not going to ever tell you that we agree with you, Mom. Exactly. But, you know, now that you say it, okay, I think you were right. I'll take your advice on yes, that. That's right. That's awesome. And as you, as we mentioned, you know, you're an Ohio State Buckeye, an alumni of the Ohio State, the greatest university ever, as, as, as am I. So I'm a bit biased in saying that. And you grew up here in Columbus as well. Yes. Um, I know you went to school with Nikki Gasparro, who is a member of our team here at Ohio Realtors as we well. We graduated together. Yeah, that is like such a small world. So tell us about, you know, Ohio State was that kind of like I know for me when you grow up in Ohio it's like that's you know you're going there and like that's like the dream was that your experience too well I actually went to Texas to be a Kilgore College Rangerette because Ah. I was a dancer growing up and I was homesick yeah so I came back to Ohio and went to Ohio State I grew up on North Star Road in Mm. Upper Arlington with the University Woods in our backyard so Mm -hmm. that's where we played every day after school and on the weekends I mean we had our little places that were our spots to meet the neighbor kids. And we always had such a good time. Of course, my dad had tickets to the game for over 50 years. So I always had seats if I needed them or wanted them, which spoiled me rotten. And I loved every bit of that. But, you know, one thing that's kind of funny, I think about anybody who knows North Star Road, it kind of gets clogged up after an Ohio State game with everyone going home. So me and my friends would be out front as little kids with our pom-poms doing front handsprings and back handsprings and cartwheels and just showing off in general for all the cars and doing our Buckeye stuff. Well, my parents went to Ohio State and Mm -hmm. met at Ohio State. Oh, wow. And then, of course, I'm a graduate. Matter of fact, my older brother is a graduate of Ohio State, but my other two are not. So it's in my blood, and I live in Texas, and I've lived in Texas longer than I lived in Ohio. My husband's from Dallas, so of course I am a Dallas Cowboys fan. Yes. I have a real problem at Dallas Cowboys games by—I just blurt out, go Buckeyes, (laughs) and he'll put his hand on my knee and go— you're at a Cowboys game. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's so funny. So, yeah. But at least they have Ezekiel Elliott, who was, a, you know, a Buckeye. Oh, so you got yeah. you got one Buckeye to cheer for, and my, right? My daughter saw him at a bar and said, oh, H, and she became his best friend. Oh, night. my gosh. That's so cool. But you know what? The coolest thing is you see anybody wearing anything mm-hmm. that's Ohio State, anything. It could be a pin. Mm-hmm. And the first thing we do is O-H, yep. and they respond, I-O. That's our pleasantry when yeah. we see each other. And we might not say another word. That's true. It just might be O-H-I-O in passing. But I think the culture of the Ohio State University and all of us that are such fans of the Buckeyes, there's nothing like it Nothing like it. Nothing like it. And if you could see us right now, we both just have these massive smiles on our faces. You could tell just talking about it. Oh, we love How special it is. I know. And we're probably like so annoying to all these other like schools and teams, but like it just is so special. And it's so, it's like when you grow up in the Midwest, like that's just what you do, you know? Right. You know football and you love Ohio State and that's just, you know, how it is. And it's funny because my husband said, I always loved Woody Hayes. And I said, oh, that's a good pickup line, you know, because that's like how he was trying to get me to go out with him. And I thought, oh, okay, I see how we do this now. But I always told my kids, I go, don't you ever, ever 
put blue and yellow together. No. They don't go together. They look terrible together. Yeah. Don't ever do that. And I mean, to this day, if they see a pair of, you know, like shorts at Academy or something like that, well, I can't have those. Yeah. No, it burns your eyes, right? You can't <laughs> does, have those right? two together. No. And you uh, incorporated your Ohio State roots in your inauguration um, during convention last November. Tell us about that. We were chatting before we started recording, but I have to have you tell this story now that we're recording. So my father gives everyone Buckeyes for good luck. And of course, he passed away almost 10 years ago. So I have a Buckeye in every purse, everywhere, in my suitcases, you name it. And I carry extra because they are good luck. Yep. So for the inaugural, I wanted Buckeyes. And they called me one day and said, well, do you want the real Buckeyes or the kind you can eat? And of course, being who I am, I said both. <laughs> and so I got both. It is funny how many people are like, what is this and why is this here? Yeah. And of course, you know, I wanted to say for any of my haters, you know, you should go ahead and eat that. <laughs> Since they love it. Although we all know that's not possible. You cannot eat it. <laughs> I love that. That's so awesome. And then you dotted the I as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> I wanted to dot the I, obviously, yeah. for Script Ohio. And I guess I'm not really that important to be able to do that. <laughs> so they did two, two or three songs, Hang on Sloopy and La Regiment for Script Ohio. And they took a picture of me and bounced it across the screen to dot the I. So I actually have dotted the I now. Dotted it virtually. Just not it in counts. person. Hey, it counts, right? This, don't be living virtually as good as it's now. Get. Yeah, everything's all virtual now. I think. I think it counts. So. I'm a trendsetter. Yeah. No. Very. Very cool. <laughs> this episode of the Real View is brought to you by the Ohio Association of Community Colleges. Ohio's network of community colleges provides accessible training that accommodates the busy lifestyles of aspiring real estate professionals at half the price of a traditional university. With convenient locations in every part of the state, as well as online options, Ohio's community colleges are your smart choice for pre-licensing education. For more details or to start the journey to a real estate career, visit the education page at ohiorealtors.org and then click on the pre-licensed course locations. So I want to hear kind of a little bit about what made you decide to get involved. You know, background is extensive in, in all the work that you've done at state, local, and now at NAR. What made you want to get involved in your, in your different levels of the boards? You know, it's kind of funny because I look back to, I'm, I'm dating myself, the 80s, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I got real involved in the community service project, which was called Paint the Town in my area. And then I ended up chairing it in 95. And I just love that part of it. Mm-hmm. And then I realized there's obviously a lot more to it. I've watched my father, who was NAR president in 91, and he was the world's greatest joke teller, and Aww. I did not get that gene. <laughs> I can tell stories, but I'm not a good joke teller. <laughs> but I would watch him take notes every time he was anywhere watching anyone speak, whether it's real estate or not. Mm-hmm. And I find myself doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. He was also just, he was an amazing orator, but he was also just a lovable guy. He was very charismatic. Everybody loved my dad, and he loved people. Mm -hmm. But one thing about my dad that people may not know is he was from a different generation. Mm -hmm. I'm one of four. I'm the only daughter. Mm -hmm. And he did not believe that I needed to be on a committee, that I really needed to stay home and raise his grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And so he was 1991 NAR president, but my first committee appointment was 2004. Mm. So 13 years later, and I was at every one of those meetings, but I was not allowed to go to any committee meetings. Wow. So I will probably, because of that, and I have a speech I give, if I let no bother me, I wouldn't know any of you, and none of Uh. you would know me. 
because if I hadn't kept pushing to get on a committee, I never would have gotten on one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it took me 13 years. Yeah. And actually, it took longer than that. That was just him keeping me from it for 13 yeah. years. But then I interviewed five times yeah. at an area association to be president, and they wouldn't let me. And they finally told me it was because my dad was NAR president. And I thought, well, what's that got to do with anything? I'm in Texas, and he's in Ohio. Yeah. So I had to change boards and start over wow. after 18 years. Oh, my gosh. So it, I'll probably be the first in several decades to be local, state, and national president in one decade. Wow. That's a yeah. lot. <laughs> it is a lot. <laughs> so how do you even manage, you know, that amount of responsibility? Because, you know, it, for different people, it's, okay, well, you know, I'm president this year, and then, you know, I might not have anything else after that. And yours sounds like back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. What was that like? How did you keep track of all that? That's amazing. I don't know. It's a great question. I'm not really <laughs> sure. At one point in time, I was on the leadership team mm-hmm. of the local, state, and national oh realtor associations the same year. And, and still running your real yes, estate company, yes. too. So it was daunting. Yeah. I would literally be on one one leadership team call and go to the next one. It was just, it was crazy. Wow. But I couldn't do what I do without the support of my family. And I have an amazing husband who has always encouraged me and supported me. And there's absolutely no way I would be where I am without him. Yeah. And then, of course, our kids are amazing. And I refer all my business to them because— yeah. I I would have people who were mad at me because I didn't get back to them quickly enough because of the meetings I'm in. But we also have others on the team. We have another residential farm and ranch assistant. So there's plenty of people. I'm more of the, like, what I call the air traffic controller, the delegator. And then I run all the stuff behind the scenes. So I take care of, like, all the commission checks and and take care of a lot of the management side of it. So, and I can do it virtually. That's the best part about, you know, this world that we live in now, right? Like, we're able to do our work from almost anywhere. And I think that that's so cool. And It is. Yeah, and it's just given us so much more flexibility. You know, real estate's already a very flexible industry and career. And now with the virtual world, it's almost more so. Right, and I've actually told the... uh, communications department at NAR, the speech writers, I said, you've got to number the pages because, you know, we work with our dogs now. Yeah. And so I had one of my son's dogs that we were taking care of and he just jumped up and they went everywhere. Oh my gosh, And they so were funny. introducing me and the pages were not numbered. <gasps> and I am trying to figure out what page I'm on while I'm speaking. And it's a stack. It's oh not gosh. like a few pages. So anyway, but we all work we all have coworkers that are furry. Yeah. Uh, it's oh, just a matter the, yes. whether they're cats or dogs. And, you know, mine bark in the background. Oh, yeah. And I just say, I apologize for my coworkers in the background. Oh, yeah. I was on a Zoom call the other day working from home, and, like, my cat's tail just, like, goes across the camera. <laughs> or, you know, he's, like, walking on the keyboards and, like, pressing a bunch of buttons. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, these cats. I'm like, just lay down for 20 minutes. Like, I'm not on this call for long. Just 20 minutes, leave they're me like alone. children, aren't they? Oh, my gosh. It's, like, it's insane. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but it's fun. I I love it. It's been so much fun to spend that extra time with them, it you know, be, being at home as much as we are now. So what made you decide to run as president of NAR? Was it all of your leadership? Was it kind of, you know, following in your dad's footsteps? What was your inspiration and reasoning behind that? Well, it's kind of funny because if you would have asked me if I would ever do this over 10 years ago, I would have said no. Yeah. And, you know, I think that a lot of it was because the members asked me, if I would, mm-hmm. because they saw something in me that I didn't yeah. and thought that I should consider it. Yeah. And and I honestly, my dad, I'm sure is looking down at me right now, and I'm sure he's very proud, but to be honest with you, it was not supposed to be me. It was mm. supposed to be one of his sons because mm. that was not my role. Yeah. So when people say, I bet he would be thrilled that you were elected, I just you know kind of want to say, well, 
He probably is rolling over in his grave going, how did that happen? But on the other hand, if he were here today, I do know that he would be very proud. Absolutely. So, you know, things never go the way you think. Yeah. You can't really plan those things out. They either happen or they don't. Yeah. And the more you plan, the less likely they're going to go that so way. So true. And I just, you know, I had an opportunity to be a liaison, which is on the extended leadership team of NAR in 2009, for Charles McMillan, who was the first African-American president from the area in which I live. Yeah. And he was just, he was a huge mentor to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I wish he were still here. He passed away a few years ago. And I mean, I miss him a lot, mm-hmm. but he was a huge impact mm-hmm. on my life. And then from there, I was asked to be the fundraising liaison for RPAC. And that was before we had realtor party directors, so mm-hmm. that kind of filled that spot at that time. And I really saw the inner workings more in AR, yeah. and I thought, wow, you kind of get the bug. Yeah. Then I was asked <laughs> if I would be vice president on the leadership team, which is an appointed, not elected position, mm-hmm. in 2013. And that's when I was on all three leadership teams at wow. the same time. <laughs> and it was daunting, but, you know, I made it through. It was kind of also interesting. Yeah. Because you really have your, you know, pulse on what's going on at the local, state, and national levels yeah. all at the same time. So yeah. it was kind of cool. When you're that involved, I mean, you're right. You really get to learn everything that's happening, and, and it keeps you so up to date on what's going on and gives you the perfect yes. experience to make you, you know, the perfect person for this role, which is, like, so cool. So what can we expect from you as president of this year? What are you looking forward to? What are you hoping to accomplish and what do you see for yourself this year? Well, uh, we have our strategic priorities that we kind of carry through from year to year and, you know, enhance them or Mm -hmm. edit them to the times, whatever it may be. But then we also have our own that we want to um, put into place. And there are obviously a lot of things I want to put into place. One of them specifically are what I call my three S's. Yes. So my first one is safety. And that one is about making sure that all of our members come home safely Mm -hmm. every single night. Yes. I had a friend who was left for dead in a vacant home, and she got back into real estate. I never could figure out how she could do it. And then I had two friends that were held tied up at gunpoint, and they never did get back in the business. But I just hope everyone's out there being careful, making sure that they, you know, get their gut check to say, should I or should I not Mm -hmm. do this? And is this okay? And so I just feel like we all need to have each other's backs. We mm-hmm. all need to pay attention and we all need to be there for each other yeah. and be safe. Yeah. Because, and also just to throw something out there, if you've not been to NAR.realtor, there's a wealth of information there. And if you're a broker or a manager, there's all kinds of safety mm-hmm. tips and videos that you can use in your office meetings. So we all need to work on that together. Yes. And then my second one is strength. And not only strength in numbers, because we've now surpassed 1.6 million members Amazing. as the largest trade association in the world, which we already were, but we still keep getting bigger Amazing. and bigger. Crazy. And it's funny because when my dad was president in 91, there were 720,000 members. Oh my gosh. And the prediction was that it would fall down to 500,000. And as you can see, it went the other Opposite way. <laughs> direction. So strength in numbers certainly helps us on Capitol Hill, among other things, but mm-hmm. also strength in mind and body, Yes, especially after the last couple of years. Yes. I hope people are getting outside, taking care of themselves. I'm not the perfect angel, but I do try. Yeah. But, you know, just try to eat right. And yep. yeah, we're going to fall off the wagon every now and then. But, yep. you know, try to get some exercise, even if it means getting outside and breathing fresh air, yeah. enjoying nature. Yeah. Hopefully people are doing more of that now because they had the time 
time yeah. to do that yeah. over the last couple of years and make that a priority. And then um, my third one is sustainability. Mm. My husband and I own ranch land in North Texas. He's obviously a farm and ranch broker. Mm-hmm. And I jokingly say that I got to Texas as quick as I could and wrote me a cowboy. I love so, that. <laughs> so we do a lot of sustainability things in at the ranch. Yeah. And we won the Lone Star Land Steward Award from the Texas ah. Parks and Wildlife you know, it's been several years. It was 2011, but it's for all the work we've done on oh. habitat enhancement yeah. um, for wildlife. So yeah. it's a wildlife ranch. That's so, so it's cool. It's really neat. So those are my three S's. I love that. So what kind of animals? Wildlife animals? Like what kind? What do you have on the ranch? Um, lots of hogs. Oh, too many hogs. That's awesome. And then obviously a lot of deer. We have a mountain lion oh or two gosh. on the ranch that wow. we. If we see them, it's literally at a glimpse, but we hear them. Yeah. You know, as they're getting that's so dinner. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's not the most pleasant sound I've ever heard. But of course, we have all the things, you know, like yeah. snakes and tarantulas and, wow. you know, all that kind of fun stuff. But we, so cool. we are on the river that comes out of Dallas. Yeah. So we have a, a lot of waterfowl highway. Yeah. So it's a great area for ducks and Aww. any you know, kinds of birds. We get a lot of Mexican whistling ducks. Oh, wow. And they're really pretty. And that's, that's awesome. It's really neat. It's so were you, it was the ranch impacted by the ice storms and everything that hit Dallas last year? Unfortunately, yes. Oh. I mean, we lost one of the prettiest trees on the entire ranch oh, no. from that. Oh. And it's not coming back. So, mm. yeah. I mean, mm. in our yard where we live, front and back, we just had all the trees yanked out a couple <sighs> weeks ago because they're not coming back. Oh, man. Bummer. And they were 25 years old. But so when you, you nice. yeah, <laughs> but when you go back, Back to talking about sustainability and the importance. I mean, we—that's the like you know the perfect example of it right there. We got to do a better job of taking care of the planet and taking care of ourselves, as you mentioned. You know, right. it all all works together if we want to stay around and keep this world moving at the pace that it is. We have to do those things, and I think that's so important. And I Absolutely, love that. yeah. And I know we chatted a little bit earlier, and when I was preparing for this podcast, I noticed <laughs> that you know we are the largest trade organization, and now two thirds of the me- well two thirds of the membership are women. And I think this goes back to the safety thing too, right? You know, that we do have such a large amount of people that are women in this industry and like we have to take that very seriously. But we are now the majority leadership in AR for the first time in its 100 plus year history. What does that mean to you? And, and how are you looking forward to being a part of this history making women leadership team that we have? Well, and it's drier here yeah. than where I am mm-hmm. in hotels have circulated air. Yeah. See, 22 is our lucky number, and it's 22, so. Oh, my gosh, that's right. I know. So, anyway, I just saw that on there, and I was like, oh, look at that. That's perfect. Even better. In 2020, so 22 is your lucky number, and it's a year that, yeah. I couldn't wait another 100 years. So is that kind of like serendipitous, too? That's like a sign from the universe. (laughs) Isn't it? Yeah. It is. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So I will tell you, just on the 22, when it's 22 after the hour, mm-hmm. we all say, 222, I love you. And then everyone has to say, I love you. And if Aww. you don't, you'll get called out by the rest of the family. Aww. So I told the kids when you go to college, I go, oh, every time you see 22, you're going to think of mom and dad. 100%. And it's so funny because now the members are texting Aww. me at 22 after the hour going, you know, 322, I miss you. Oh, that's <laughs> so, so funny. sweet. So why that number? It? Any special reason? I don't know. It was just... my husband's family's number, and I took it on, and the kids have too. And yeah. we have, oh gosh, we have 22 everywhere. That's so cool. <laughs> so fun. I love that. And it's it a cool. sign. It's a, I believe in signs from the universe and, th- and all that kind of stuff, you know. And so do I. Yeah. And that's so, how perfect I love that. numbers. Yeah. How, Very interesting. And it's like so perfect that this happened. I mean, could it be more 
serendipitous and perfect. So very cool. Exactly. <laughs> it's really awesome. I love our daughter has a neon sign that's all red that says 222, I love you Aww. in her kitchen. So I said, I want one of those. Yeah, that's awesome. So this is going to be the first majority women leadership team in the history of the National Association of Realtors. You have to clap for and that. Know, right? That's incredible. And I've been told that I say that too much. And if you know me, that's not a good thing to say to me because yeah. I'll say it more. Yes. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a rebel. So if you said, oh, I love how you say that all the time, I probably won't say it as much because I think everyone's <laughs> getting it. But when you tell me I say it too much— you know, we're going to go the other way. Yeah. But I will tell you that it, there are seven people on the leadership team. There are five elected. Four are in ascension positions. One is not. Mm -hmm. And then the two appointed vice presidents by the president. Mm -hmm. And so they're just there for one year. And out of those seven, we have five, not four, we have five women. I'm sure those two guys are thinking, wow, <laughs> what I never I, thought this was going to happen. What did I get myself into working <laughs> with all these all these women? That's how I feel about the guys on our team. So we have we have two guys out of eight of us that uh -huh. on our team. And I'm like, how do they deal with all of us crazies? No, but it's it's good. You know, like yeah. this is, you know, I think a good sign of what's to come in the future. Yeah, we represent about two-thirds of realtors. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense that we start mirroring our membership. Yes, yes. That we are women for women in this industry, and, right. and it just makes sense. You know, mm -hmm. who better to lead us than, than women? And I just, I thought when I saw that, I was like, that is just the coolest thing. I'm excited thing. because I'm the first woman president to have two women vice presidents. Oh, wow. And we've had two men that have had women, yeah. but I'm the first woman. And Steve Brown was one of those two yeah, that yeah. had two women. Yeah. And then this is only our second woman treasurer wow. in 115 years. Wow. And then you're the seventh Woman. Woman, right, yeah, right. yeah. As as which is also crazy in a hundred and fifteen years that it's only been seven out of that that's had a woman. So I know. Amazing. Well, I, it's so it makes you so proud, you know, that we're trending in this direction and we're able to say this for the first, like making history in your year in 2022, your lucky number year. That's all right. of the things are coming together to make it, you know. It's pretty cool. Yeah, how it's supposed to be. So this was so incredible. Thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Thank you for, you know, being who you are, being a Buckeye, representing your home state so beautifully and now taking us to amazing levels in 22. I can't wait to see what you're going to accomplish. Thank you, Allison. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's thank you guys so much to all you guys listening and tuning in. We appreciate you guys. We will see you next time. Thank you for listening to The Real View. That wraps up today's episode. You can keep up with the latest on the podcast at ohiorealtors.org slash The Real View and on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Have questions, comments, or suggestions? We want to hear from you. Email us at podcast at ohiorealtors.org. We'll see you next time. This has been a Humble Pod production.